What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Built Elite Training Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. Hope you guys are having a great day. I'm super excited about this podcast today. Uh, episode seven, um, been getting some great uh, reviews, comebacks on the last few podcasts. And if you guys are finding value, I really appreciate you reaching out to me through Instagram, email, uh, Facebook, let me know just um, things that you want me to cover in the future, things that you're enjoying, what you're learning as well. Um, just hearing your voice. I just love it. So today we are going to be going over the 90-10 rule. I did an Instagram post a few um, months ago and it uh, popped off a little bit, got interest, people saw it. Um, you know, one thing about me as a coach, I'm not a, you have to do keto, you have to do paleo, you have to do all these crazy fad type of diets. My biggest goal, you know, as a coach, as an educator is to find the best way for that specific client, for that specific individual. And this 90, 10 rule, um, I'm not in prep, um, for some of you that do not know, I am an IPE men's physique pro got my pro card back in 2019. And uh, I'm going to be kind of talking to you guys, my meal plans that I've, I've done in the past X, Y, and Z. But now that I'm out of shows, I'm not doing shows at the moment. Um, I really like to focus on this 90, 10 rule while I am continuing to grow, continuing to put on muscle and overall weight. Um, but let's go right into it. So what is the 90, 10 rule? The 90, 10 is 90% of your food is from whole minimum processed foods. It's going to be your veggies, your fruits. It's going to be clean, lean meats, you know, um, grilled chicken, ground turkey, salmon, tilapia, mahi-mahi, you know, eggs, whey isolate, you know, complete proteins. Um, you know, 90% of this food is going to be very easily tracked. So if you are familiar with macros, protein, fats, and carbs, tracking it. I use my fitness pal through my built daily training app and all my clients that are with me are tracking. If they are tracking, they're tracking their macros through uh, my fitness pal, but you're going to be able to track most of this, uh, most of that with the 90%. Okay. Now the 10%, these, this is where it gets fun. I call it fun meals. I don't like to call it cheat meals. So you're not cheating. Who's cheating? You're, you're having a good meal with social, socializing, enjoying wherever you are. Um, and I think a lot of people, they get this, you know, they go on keto or they go on the paleo or their intermediate fat, you know, fasting and all this other stuff. And they're like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go have a cheat meal. I'm going to, I'm going to go, you know, cheat on my diet. And I'm going to talk about um, having a relationship with food here in a moment. But uh, that was something that I struggled with after my show, where after my show, it was done. I didn't have to be shredded. I didn't have to be crazy veins popping up on my obliques and veins coming up. It's just crazy. If um, you follow me on Instagram, I share quite a bit my um, some of my uh, before and afters with the show. But I would go have like a burger and uh, I felt like I was cheating. I was hiding. And uh, that was where that bad relationship with food started coming in. But the 10% is anywhere between one to three meals. I like to lay it out one to three meals that are not tracked. Okay. I'm going to say that one more time. They are not tracked. These meals are not the meals that you would track on my fitness pal, you know? So when you go to Chipotle, 
when you go to Arby's, when you go out and have a burger and fries, you know, this is one thing I see a lot of, especially um, Chipotle. Um, for my Chipotle lovers out there, you can, as always, make Chipotle bowls at home, okay? There's a lot of good recipes. I do them all the time. But tracking, like going there, adding my fitness, you know, my oh, Chipotle and I'm the, the you're, the calories are going to be off by a lot, you know, 20 plus percent, you know, you're not, you don't know what they're cooking those, the meals, the oils, all of that. So if you're going to go have a meal like that, again, just go enjoy it. Don't track it. Um, and then figure out, you know, when you're going to be having that strategy behind where, where that 10% is going to be. Um, and I'm going to talk about kind of where you guys can set that 10%, but just understand 90% is going to be the clean, whole minimum processed foods um, that I described and the 10%, which typically I like to um, eat that 10% at the end of the week. And I'll go over, you know, when you would set that up, but just to give you guys an idea. Okay. So how does it work? So I'm going to just break, break down a scenario. Okay. Say you have a four day split upper, lower, upper, lower, you're training Monday, Tuesday, Monday, upper, Tuesday, lower, Wednesday's off. Okay. Thursday, upper Friday, lower weekends off. So four day split. So the 90%, where would it go? And then the 10%, where would it go? So with the 90%, I would, in my opinion, and how I would strategize that is Monday through Friday, um, or Monday through half, Friday, have that 90%, track your meals, cook your meals, make sure you're, you're prepped for the week. I like to prep on Sunday. So 90% of those meals are going to be clean foods um, that are trackable, that you enjoy. Again, when people think of that too, it's like, I don't want a potato or a sweet potato. It's like, we'll make sweet potato fries. You know, oh, I don't want, pl- you know, I don't want chicken. Like chickens, like bodybuilders eat that and it's just plain chicken. It's summertime, get the grill out get some good steak on there, get some good chicken out there, grill, put some really good seasonings on there. Hey guys, this food is great. And I think a lot of people think when they eat clean that it doesn't taste good. It's, you have to just find what's going to work and and cook and take the time. You know, this is where um, taking that step up and it's like, you know, coming to managing expectations. Like if you man, if you want to get to that physique, you want to drop body fat, you want to lean out, you want to get that six pack, or you want to see that physique change and that mental change. You need to take a step up and prep your food. It doesn't have to taste gross. I know, and I'm going to talk about this in a second as well with my, my journey, with my meal, my meal plans. When I first started with a couple other bodybuilding coaches, um, but going back to the week, Monday through Friday, and then how it would go. So Friday, say it's leg day. Okay. You know, training, it could be put on Thursday, uh, a, a fun meal, but just going through the week, super simple Friday night, say you're out with your friends, boom, have that fun meal. Now with that fun meal, one thing I do want to note is make sure that you guys are still getting your protein count. I think that's something that's super important. A lot of people will try to cut their calories, um, cut their calories, and then they're going into a couple meals and then they have that fun meal um, and they're missing their protein count. So be mindful of that. You know, example would be if you are having four meals in a day at 200 grams of protein, make sure those first three meals, you're getting roughly 50 grams a meal, 150 right there. And then your last meal, say you went out and had a big burger with sweet potato fries that will 
get you pretty dang close uh, to 200 grams of protein, but just be mindful of that. But then again, week goes on Friday night, there's a meal Saturday comes Saturday night, there's a meal. And then Sunday, that's where you would get back on track. Again, 10% is not a whole day's worth of eating crazy amounts of food. Okay. It's a meal that you do not track on my fitness pal. Okay. Now, one thing I also want to talk about and go into is the benefits of the 10%. So a lot of times when I went into my training, I didn't understand that I could have a fun meal and it would be a benefit to me. You see, my first two coaches, I was on a meal plan. Now, again, I was not a lifestyle type of client. I was prepping for a show. So my first two coaches, I had meal plans. They were very strict. I built a really bad relationship with food because I thought foods were bad, foods were good. And then it was not up till to my third coach where I started learning macros. And I understood that it's like, if I have 300 grams of carbs and I want a hundred of those grams to go to cinnamon toast crunch, I can actually do that. So if you guys see some of my pictures on Instagram and how shredded I got, I was eating cinnamon toast crunch. I was doing pop tarts on my refeed days, which I'll be going into another podcast down the road of what refeeds are and the benefits of them. But what I'm trying to say is this 90, 10 rule can really help, you know, stabilize that relationship with food, having a good week of clean eating, because it's not just like being flexible. A lot of people like, Oh, I'm, I do the flexible approach, but the problem with some people doing a flexible approach is they take it way too far. They're eating too much packaged foods, processed foods. And a lot of those things, it's not just um, the artificial sweeteners and the oils and X, Y, and Z, but looking at mental health and brain health, what a lot of those ingredients do to reduce um, certain hormones and blood flow to the brain. And that's where cognitive dysfunction can happen. That's where um, I don't know somebody can relate to this after you guys had like a really, you know, crappy meal um, or some bad packaged foods, you started just feeling agitated or angry, different responses to different things. It happens. It's a thing. But when I was doing my meal plans, I was so strict. I didn't know that I could actually be flexible because they never taught me that. It wasn't until my third coach taught me macro tracking. And then once I got out of my last bodybuilding show, I was like, okay, I need to start introducing fun meals because I can't eat hundred percent clean all the time. I'm not a robot. I'm not programmed like that. I want to be able to once to twice a week, go have sushi or go have uh, sweet potato fries and a burger. So that's kind of my backstory. And this 90, 10 really helped me build a better relationship with my food and uh, still stay lean over the summer and push through that. So again, how does this benefit? What can this 10% help with? Okay. First one is a mental, uh, from a mental standpoint, just taking a break from tracking everything, just a psychological break of like, Hey, I'm going to go out. I'm not going to worry about weighing six ounces or seven ounces of chicken. I'm going to go and have a meal and I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm not going to panic because I had this meal. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to enjoy. And this is where I start realizing that I had a really bad relationship with food was because I would go out and I would self-sabotage myself in my mind because I was, I would eat a meal and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. And I'm going to get fat, all this stuff. And 
my last coach never really explained to me, you know, those are things that can happen. It's normal. So if you are someone that is currently dealing with a bad relationship with food, one, you're not alone. Okay. It, it's very normal. And it's just building strategic strategies around your, your training and your food to be able to build that up back again. And as always um, going into that relationship with food, if anybody's listening right now and has more questions about that, respond to me, Built Elite Training on Instagram or on my website, send me a message and I'd be glad to talk to you guys about that. But again, taking a break, very good to socialize, disconnect and hit it again. Okay, number two, to help replenish glycogen storages, you know, you're training, you're depleting, um, especially if you're in a diet phase and you go into your training and you're just not performing well because you do not have those carbohydrates, um, being able to have a 10% meal, a fun meal, going out, getting uh, back those carbohydrates, topping it off, pushing some good sodium in to help with that blood volumization and nutrient transport. I'm telling you. If you, for an example, train, say you had a meal Friday night, big burger and fries, and the next day you train legs or an upper body movement, I guarantee you, you're going to have a better pump, better blood flow, better contraction. Um, Because depending on, again, this all depends on where you are dieting. Like if you are in a cut phase, if you're in a maintenance phase um, or a build phase and a slight surplus, again, you could still see the difference in it, but it's, it really shows when you are in a deep deficit and you're able to get a fun meal during your deficit to just replenish glycogen storages. It's phenomenal. Um, okay. Number two, or I'm sorry, number three, it's uh, this 10% can be beneficial to help bring up lagging body parts. So like I said, you know, having a meal before a big leg day, you know, if you have a lagging body part, being able to have that extra carbohydrate, um, extra sodium, um, just to fuel a really hard um, day. And if you are tracking from mesocycle to uh, mesocycle to mesocycle, um, being able to look at your progressive overload and say, like for an example, say you have a fun meal uh, Friday night. Every Friday night you have a fun meal, and you're coming in on Saturday, and each Saturday. You're just feeling really good. You have that good salt, sodium, all that in there. And you're, you know, you, you train super hard each week. You're progressing by one to two reps, or maybe you're adding two and a half to 10 pounds per lift. Um, you know, that could have a benefit to you. Now, I'm not saying you have to have a fun meal in order to bring leg and body parts up. It comes down to your macros, um, but just that psychological break, taking time off, Um, and just mixing that all in can really help. And like I said, if you are in a dieting phase and you're super depleted, you're super flat, being able to have a high sodium um, meal like that could be a huge benefit. So take that and push through it. So number three in the section here, I want to talk about is just where to add it in. So we talked about what the 90% is, talked a little bit about my backstory with it, um, you know, what the 10% is, you know, the benefits of it. And um, going into this next position, it's just like where to add it in. You know, I was talking about the legging um, body parts, but I like just straight up social events. So if you're going to like a wedding, parties, friends, hanging out with friends and family, like if you know 
that Friday night, you're supposed to go hang out with a group of friends or you're with family or wherever, you know, put it around social events. Like don't, I mean, if you want to do this, you can, you know, like Monday or Tuesday night, have, you know, some meal by yourself alone while you're watching Netflix. Like you can do that, but why not get out of the house, go hang out, go have a fun meal. Don't worry about it and push forward. Um, you know, going on a date with your spouse and just being able to have that time, um, that quality time with people. And I think that's where that psychological mental break can be, because like I said, we're not robots. Like for me, Monday through Friday, I weigh out my food. I weigh out my carbs. I weigh out my protein. I weigh out my, my fats. But then the, when the weekend comes and I want one to two, maybe three, 10% meals, it's like taking that break helps me come into Monday even stronger. And this is where everybody is different. I'm not saying this is what everybody should do, um, but I am saying that it can help you. It can help you um, get into that flow and just build also structure, uh, build structure around uh, your eating habits, being able to say like, okay, you know, I'm going to eat 90% clean this week. And I know Friday, I'm going to have a fun, great meal with friends. I'm going to have one Saturday night. I'm still going to hit my protein and, uh, you know, make those adjustments. One thing I can say though, too, is to be mindful. Um, one thing is when you're starting to eat great food and your body's starting to consume healthy amounts of uh, minimum processed foods, sometimes meals that you used to do in the past, like say fast food, like McDonald's, Arby's, things like that might come back at you and you might feel really sick to your stomach. You might get super gassy. And those are things too, that if you do have that, that might be a good indication of just like, Hey, I'm not going to do that kind of fun meal. Maybe I'm going to do sushi, you know, and also understand that this fun meal doesn't have to be some high carb, salty, greasy meal. It could be, it could be going out and having a baked potato and a steak and veggie with your family and friends. It doesn't have to be some crazy thousand plus greasy caloric meal. You know, for example, for me, my three tops is one sushi. I love sushi. So I'll do sushi. Um, last night I did this amazing juicy burger. Uh, it's called Lolo's here in downtown Stillwater um, juicy burger. And then I don't really enjoy pizza. Like sometimes my other type of meal would be uh, like a, like a pasta, some form of pasta. But even with that, I will look at the protein and sometimes pastas only have like three or four pieces of shrimp. Sometimes pastas don't have any protein. So in that case, here's a great situation, a way you can strategize behind this is no, do not bring your protein shake into the restaurant. That's weird. But after you eat, I mean, if you're going home right after your meal, do two scoops away afterwards. But um, if you aren't, then do your night, come home before bed, get your get that extra 50 grams just to know, hey, I'm getting muscle protein synthesis activated. I'm getting some, I'm getting my leucine in, I'm getting these proper amino acids to help me recover. So when I'm going and pushing forward into my mesocycles in the next you know, in the future, I'm going to be getting that, uh, that benefit. So guys, that is it. I hope you enjoyed that pack, the podcast and just enjoyed the strategies around the 90, 10 rule. 
Again, if you found value in today's podcast, if you could screenshot it and share it to your Facebook page or Instagram page, I would really appreciate that as well. I am now taking on applicants. So if you are interested in coaching with me, I would love to get on a free strategy call with you on Zoom. Um, you can reach me at www.builtelitetraining.com or you can just DM me on Instagram, Built Elite Training. Again, thank you so much. And I hope you have a great day. See you.